Welcome to An Uncommon Hour, a podcast where we delve into the things we often overlook in common hours. I'm Allie Nicole, a holistic life coach and yoga teacher, here to help you slow down, delve into the deep spaces of your heart and soul, and step into your highest self. In today's episode, we're gonna get a little bit deep, y'all. I want to talk to you about how to find balance and acceptance in uncertainty. How do you manage those times in your life that feel uncertain and just plain tough? Maybe you're stressed, you feel like you can't catch a break, or maybe you just feel uninspired or unmotivated. I'm going to talk you through some of the concepts that have completely changed my perspective on life. We'll get into moon phases, stoicism, yogic philosophy, and so much more. Grab a cuppa and let's get started. So I thought this would be quite a relevant and poignant podcast for the times that we are currently in, especially with 2020 being the year that it was, as there is just so much uncertainty in the world. And as a collective, we have no idea what this year is going to bring. One of the things that has helped me most to be able to accept the different phases we might be in is to start by acknowledging the phases of nature. We live in a day and age in which we are so much more disconnected from nature than we have ever been as humans. We've stopped using the sun as a way of guiding us in the direction we need to go or shedding light on the time of day. And instead, we've replaced this with using a GPS or an iPhone. We think that we have outsmarted nature to a degree. We now have the existence of biohacking, which I love me a bit of biohacking. But I also recognize the irony in that we're trying to make up for this disconnection with the world around us. But when we get back to basics, what we see is that the sun moon, earth, the solar system, the universe, we are all connected to something much bigger than just us. And when we acknowledge this expansiveness, we see that we aren't as different from our environment as we think. Let's take the moon, for example. The moon works in a cycle of 28 days. We see the full moon and all of its bright exuberance, the energy, the time of taking action, and we see the new moon, the darkest phase, the time of rest, rejuvenation, reflection, and intention setting. We also see the four seasons, the blossoming of flowers, the color, the energy, moving through the summer and into the fall, when the leaves make their way slowly to the ground, The trees require this time to rest. Animals require hibernation or take flight to a different region. The days are longer and darker. For all of these cycles that the world experiences, why should we as humans be any different? We expect ourselves to be above nature itself, to be able to perform at high levels all the time to be able to eat perfectly, exercise perfectly, have a perfect career, all the while beating ourselves up along the way. How crazy that we feel this way about ourselves. But just as nature ebbs and flows, so do we. 
So does our energy, our prana or life force within us. We experience chaos and order. We require exercise and action, but also rest and reflection. Let's take a woman's menstrual cycle, for example, roughly the same length as a moon cycle, which cannot be a coincidence, folks. There are times in the month as women when we may feel low energy and we may require more rest, yet we often hold ourselves to the exact same standards that we do for the rest of the month. Why are we not allowed to take some extra time for ourselves? I challenge you, all the women listening, start paying more attention to your cycles and recognizing those times each month that you have lower energy. Start to anticipate them. Schedule them in. Anticipate a bit more uncertainty during those few days and schedule in some extra time to look after yourself. If you feel a little bit more delicate during these times, acknowledge that and ask for a bit more support from those around you. For anyone listening, you can also use the moon cycle as a way to help guide you through phases of rest, reflection, and balancing it with going for what you want and taking the action required to do so. So there are these big overarching cycles or phases, and then there are many others. You may have a day that you feel a bit off and you're not even really sure why. Allow yourself to slow down in those moments and take time to get curious about what it is that is making you feel the way you do. Be honest with yourself. You may be tired, run down, burnt out, and maybe you just need to slow down and find time to rest. Or maybe if you're being really honest with yourself, you might recognize, hey, you know what? I'm actually just being a little bit lazy today. In those moments, get your body moving. Get up and try to get a different perspective. If you've been lazing about on the sofa, all hunched over all day, eating junk food, this is going to have a massive impact on your mental state. The prana or life force or chi or whatever you want to call it, the energy in your body is not being given the opportunity to move around with ease. It's getting stuck and it's bringing you down. So in those moments, use discernment to work out what you really need. And if that's a gentle kick in the bum to get yourself up and moving, then do it from a loving, kind, and gentle place. For me, I've found stepping outside to get some fresh air a great way to give myself a new outlook on life. Another thing to acknowledge when you're in a particular phase or a rut of sorts is to realize that it won't last forever. When we feel a little low, we start to feel like we desperately need things to change. We feel like we're going to be stuck in this particular phase forever. And this simple act of needing things to be different than what they are brings us even further down. In yogic philosophy, there is a Sanskrit term, a paragraha, which roughly translates to non-attachment or letting go, 
This idea of allowing ourselves to detach from a particular outcome or an expectation we put on a situation or an expectation that we put on ourselves can be a powerful tool for calming the mind. When you're finding yourself feeling frustrated or angry or disappointed, very often these feelings, when delved into with curiosity, relate back to a need for something to be different than it is. So ask yourself, do I need to have control over this? What am I attached to right now? Perhaps you're feeling stressed out because you've made a comment to someone expecting a certain response and let's just say it didn't quite go to plan. What if you allow it to simply be what it is? With no need to prove anything, no need to take anything personally, no need to change that person's opinion. Because we're all different and we're all coming at life from a different perspective, a different upbringing with different experiences. Can you accept what you've been given in this situation and let go of the need to control it? You may also find that it is useful to ask yourself, what is really true here? Bring your mindfulness into these situations. Be curious and be kind. In Stoicism, there is a concept called the dichotomy of control, which addresses the fact that there are either things that we can control or things that we cannot. And what we cannot control, we have to accept. You may also be familiar with the serenity prayer, which also addresses this in a poignant manner, regardless of your religion or lack thereof, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think we could all use a little bit more of this reminder on a daily basis. What do you need to accept right now? How can you let go of control? This desire to control things is ultimately the human condition. It's what pulls us into those dark places, a need for things to be different than they are. And then there is a time to do the work. As the serenity prayer says, grant me the courage to change the things I can. Finding the right balance can be really difficult. One of the concepts that helps me comes from the Yoga Sutras by Pantanjali, Abhyasha and vairagya. Abhyasha means putting in the work, the willpower that it takes, the action. But we have to balance this with vairagya, which means surrender and acceptance. When I discovered these concepts, it really spoke to me because it describes so well one of the greatest challenges we have in our lives. How do we strive to move forward putting in the necessary work, working on achieving our goals, yet all the while surrendering and finding acceptance within that. How can you want for something and still be content with where you're at? Putting this into practice has been monumental to me, and I talk about it with others all the time. Can you allow yourself to work hard towards something 
whilst also accepting whatever outcome might come out of it. It's a really tough one, right? For me, it has taken a lot of practice and a lot of reminding, but it is something I use to find balance with. Think of these two things on a set of scales. You have this work, this willpower of abhyasha on one side, and teetering over on the other side is vairagya, surrendering to the universe, to the action that you've put in, to everything that is outside of your control. If the scales dip too far towards the willpower side, you'll be living in a place of discontentment, unhappy with anything that you do, feeling like nothing you do is good enough. The people around you aren't good enough, and you aren't good enough. If the scales were falling too far onto the opposite side of Vairagya, you would probably be lazing about all the time, maybe carefree for a little while, but... In life, we have to put in the work or we won't be able to survive to be able to provide for ourselves or our family. If we didn't have the willpower to work on our relationships, for instance, with those around us that we care for, we would just let them subside. This is why it's necessary that we find this balance. Put in the work and willpower that is necessary and then accept that we've done our best and find that place of surrender. Can you find that place of wanting to improve yourself, make changes in your life, but also accepting where you are right now, finding contentment with where you are? To summarize everything we've explored today, Step one, get back to nature. Allow yourself to connect with the phases of the natural world, the moon, the sun, the seasons. Recognize that we are no different as humans. Step two, recognize the phase that you are in. Use discernment to work out what you need in this moment. Do you need to put in more work to get yourself up and going? Or do you need rest? Be honest with yourself. Step three, realize that it won't last forever. It may feel like it will, but I promise you it won't. When we let go of the attachment or desperation to the need for things to be different than they are, we realize that by simply being attached to this need, we are contributing to keeping ourselves in those darker places. Step four, accept the things you cannot change and change the things you can. Step five, find a balance between putting in the hard work and finding acceptance and surrender to the outcome that the universe brings you. Thank you for joining me this week. I have more points I'd love to share with you on this to help you find balance and acceptance in your life. But for now, we've covered quite a lot today. I hope you take some time to breathe, to reflect, and when you're ready, do the hard work. As one of my teachers, Julie Montague, once said, we do the hard work so that life will be easy. 
If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review so others can find this podcast more easily. Join me next week for part two of finding balance and acceptance in uncertainty. See you then, friends. This podcast was sponsored by me, Allie Nicole. I offer one-to-one life coaching, online group yoga classes, and online full and new moon circles. I also have a private Facebook group called Mindful Empowerment for anyone who would like to join a supportive community of people on their journey to living more mindfully empowered. For more information, click the link in the description or visit www.allynicole.com. That's A-L-L-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-E.com.